coming up on this episode of The Agile Within, we continue our deep dive into the Agile Manifesto principles, covering principles 5, 6, 7, and 8. Come along with us as we help you be more agile. Welcome to the podcast that challenges you from the inside. Come be more and discover the Agile Within. And now here's your host, Greg Miller. Hello and welcome back to the episode of The Agile Within. It's Greg as always. Glad to have you back. So we are on the second of second part of three episodes that we are doing on the Agile Manifesto. We're diving in to all the principles of the Agile Manifesto. So we did a episode before this was on the four, first four principles. This episode is on the second four principles. And the following episode after this will be on the last four principles of the Agile Manifesto. So if you've been following us along, or if you're new to the, the show, we I will read each manifesto principle and then we'll dive into talking about unpacking it further if you will what it all what it means what i think it means as i mentioned in the first episode uh, i did teach a class and i always let off with the principles of the other manifesto each one of them was assigned to a member in the class if there was uh, enough people i would team people up in in pairs and give them one to two principles, and they would do a couple different things. They would they would read it, and they would try to understand it, and they would ask themselves a couple different things. I would ask them to put it into their own words, what they think it means, which is what we're doing here. And then I would ask them if they think they're currently doing it at their in their current position at their current company, and if not, how they could start doing it, how they could go back to their company and start implementing these principles, because I'm a firm believer and the whole idea of this podcast is that about being agile. If you're if you're not paying attention to that manifesto and the values of Scrum, any principles out there safe, any method any methodology uh, that you use, any form of agile that you use has principles and values around it. And it's very important. A lot of people miss it. A lot of people miss it. So glad to have you back. If you're new, welcome. And uh, been getting a lot of uh, just a side note, been getting a lot of good feedback on these. So a lot of people are enjoying these, appreciating going over the manifesto. So thank you for the feedback. Uh, we will keep it up, keep you here, trying to 
adhere to values principles, trying to be more agile. So I'll start off right now reading the, let's see here. It's actually the fifth principle of the Agile Manifesto. So we'll do five, six, seven, and eight on this episode. So number five says, build projects around motivated individuals, give them the environment and support they need, and trust them to get the job done. So good. This is all about um, if you're doing Scrum, Scrum teams, dev teams. We have a dev team, right? It's made up of individuals, made up of people, not resources. That's a very sore subject for me. We are not resources. We are individuals. We are people. We have emotions, feelings, everything. If anybody calls you a resource out there, you're not a resource. And motivated individuals, so that means we do products in Agile. We don't do projects, we do products. So what's their motivation? What's our motivation for being on a scrum team, being on a dev team, doing work? In my experience, it's been developers. Everybody on a team, from my experience, wants to do a good job. And there's something out there called the Prime Directive. Uh, I won't read it. I don't have it in front of me right now, but I like to read it in retrospectives. It talks about people doing their best. And I firmly believe that everyone wants to do, no one comes into work every day saying, I want to do a bad job today. I want to be a pain in the butt and I want to cause problems. I don't think most people come in with that mindset. It just sometimes happens that their personality, your personalities rub people the wrong way. But no one comes in and says, I want to do a bad job. So everybody has motivation to do a good job. So that's what it says. Build, build, it says projects, but we do products around motivated individuals. And it says give them the environment and support they need. Environment now, that's very important. So behavior is very important in an environment. So when people say an environment at work, usually they say culture. Cultural at work usually means people, how people treat each other, the way they interact with one another. Now, culture is not, I've been at a place where, where, uh, the, the CEO was saying, oh, our, we helped, we worked with, um, underserved people and for insurance. And they said, our cultural is all, our cult, culture is all about doing that. And I disagree with it. That's that's our job. Our job is to help the underserved people. And it's a, it's a valiant effort. But it's not our culture. Uh, we're in business to help those people. That's not our culture. Our culture, we're going to treat those people, of course, like gold because we want to help them. That's, that's a strong motivation. It's not our culture. Our culture, our environment is the way we treat one another, the way we respect one another, we communicate. We don't treat each other poorly. We're open with each other. These are all the things that this this podcast is all about. So that environment, who gives in that environment? If you're on a scrum team, it's the scrum master sets the tone. Agile coach, if you have an agility org, if you're big enough, it's that. Those people who set the environment, set the tone by your behavior, by your mindset. Give them the environment and support that they need. Support. Again, Scrum Master's servant leader, whatever the team needs, remove their impediments, 
make it fun. That's a big part of the behavior, the mindset. Make it make make work fun. Work can be fun. It's okay to have fun at work. It really is. Support that they need. Trust. That's a huge word for me. Trust them to get the job done. We're all professionals here. If you're at a job, you're paid a salary, you're of a certain age where you're expected to come to work, you're expected to do your job, agile or not, you're still expected to get there. But we don't micromanage. I read into this and say, trust them. That means no micromanaging. You're brought on board because you're smart, because we hired you, because in the interview it went well, we thought you could get the job done. So we trust you. Here's the work. I'll get out of your way and get the job done. Trust is huge. If you don't have trust, if you have a micromanager, always looking out of your shoulder, that's not good. That person probably has some issues, command and control issues. That's not agile. We need to break that down, right? So that's that's number five principle there. Number six, the most efficient and effective method of conveying information to and within a development team is face-to-face conversation. Yes. Now, this is January 2021, so we are in pandemic world, COVID. So the face-to-face is not in-person. It doesn't say in-person here. It just says face-to-face. It implies in-person when this was written back in 2001. So in-person, Zoom, whatever you're using, WebEx, over the computer. Turn on your computer. Turn on your video, I mean face-to-face, that's the second best, as I, I would I believe. It's efficient and effective, yes. I want to see people's faces. We want to see their uh, see the emotions on their face, if you will. I like to talk to people. I like to see them. When I say something to them, they say something to me. I want to see their body language, how they react to that. If you don't have your camera on, you, don't, you can't see that. All you can hear is their words, and you, and you sense tone. So, conveying information to and within a development team. So outside the development team, information being conveyed to a development team through face-to-face and within a development team face-to-face. Usually you're going to have development team co-location, right? Sitting normally side by side. I've sitting in the same room with most teams that I've been on. Some some uh, folks on the team have been remote. But for the most part, face-to-face, sitting right next to each other. It is very efficient and effective. You can uncover things through, I've uncovered lots of things through unplanned conversations, just coming into work in the morning, sitting down, starting to talk to someone, uncover lots of things in just a five, 10 minute conversation in the morning or in the evening. I do that a lot, getting to know people. And in this world of COVID, it almost have to, I say, you have to force that, schedule meetings with people to do that. It can still be done. It, it, seemed, it feels more forced than natural being in the office. So there is something to be said for being in the office. However, the idea is face-to-face over Zoom. That's the second best right now. So turn on your cameras if you can. The seventh one. Seventh principle of the Agile Manifesto says working software is the primary measure of progress. 
So we want to make sure that the software is working. Of course. And I would go a step further here to say that valuable working software is the primary measure of progress. It can be working, but it may not be what the business wants. You can have a load of crap that's working very well and nobody is using it. That's not good. So this was written in 2001. It, it can be updated. It probably needs to be updated. I don't know that it will. But I would just say to you here, valuable software, you should be working on a prioritized product backlog from the product owner. If you're doing Scrum, any agile environment, you should be delivering value first and foremost and working on, on, uh, on down through there. But yes, it has to be working. And working valuable software, that's the primary measure of progress, that it's going to provide value. People are going to use it. Your customers are going to love it. Your stakeholders are going to love it. And it works the way they intended. The eighth principle in the Agile Manifesto states, Agile processes promote sustainable development. The sponsors, developers, and users should be able to maintain a constant pace indefinitely. Now, this is, a, this is another big one for me. This one stands out for me a lot. Because what this says to me is, the very, this, it's two sentences. The first sentence about processes promote sustainable development. So if you're working in an Agile environment, you're hopefully not working lots and lots of overtime. So what this means is a sustainable pace, meaning if you're in Scrum, you do two weeks, sprints, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Hopefully you're not working 50, 60, 70 hours, but I'm not going to say it has to be 40, whatever sustainable is. Now, a typical work week, right, is 40 hours. It could be 45. Whatever the development team can do sprint to sprint to sprint and not burn themselves out and leave, walk out the door. That's what this says to me. Agile says, we don't burn our employees out. We have a sustainable pace, whatever that may be. The sponsors, developers, and the users, everybody needed, everyone coming together, should be able to maintain a constant pace indefinitely. So every, the whole team should be comfortable working whatever hours, going through whatever pace is possible. I've been in many, and this is very difficult. This is very difficult to, to get down. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses still don't get this, even though they think they're prioritizing. They're really not. Other pieces of work come in. I'm on a team right now that's doing that. The team is working 50, 60 hours every week. On the weekends, at nights, that's not a sustainable pace. Trust me, I've been there. I've done it myself before I was even in Scrum. I don't think anybody likes to work that many hours. It's not, a, if you're doing it, stop. Stop bragging about it. It's not a, it's not a badge that you wear and say, I work 70, 80 hours a week, but you neglect your family. It's priorities. You're prioritizing your work. You choose to prioritize your work over your family, right? We can all make choices. We can turn it around. We can all, we can all change the behavior 
and stop working so many hours and go back to a more balanced life, I think you'll find you're more happier. No, maybe you're not climbing that corporate ladder, but this show isn't for you anyway. I've said that before. So this show is for people who truly want to change their behavior for the good. So stop working 70, 80 hours if you're a scrum master um, and your team is doing that, I would suggest that you go talk to the managers, the PM, whoever you can and say, hey, this is burning out the team because that's your job to protect the team. So that is the first eight principles in the Agile Manifesto. We dove into them a little bit. We talked about what they mean and I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, again, this is really important when getting agile down. So thanks for listening. This is Greg and uh, you can contact me at theagilewithin.com is my website. My email is Greg Miller at the Agile Within. I am also on Facebook, the Agile Within. Like to hear from you, show suggestions, ideas, comments, questions, any of that good stuff. I'm out here to learn. I don't know everything either. I'm here to learn too. So anything you want to talk about would be great. I welcome that. Thanks for listening today. And as always, this is great.